Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This is the Miscellaneous Podcast with Elena Davies. Elena Davies. Your weekly inspo to just be you with encouragement to ditch the fairy tale facade and embrace your messy but beautiful reality. So get ready to laugh, think, and wonder what's going to come out of her mouth next. And here she is, Elena Davies. Then buttermilk biscuits, here we go. That flower, roll that dough. Clap your hands, stomp, stomp your feet, move your butt to the funky beat. Look, then buttermilk biscuits. Buttermilk biscuits. Hey guys, welcome back to the Miscellaneous Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Davies, and I'm here with, who sings that song? Sydney Owens. No. Oh, I don't know who. Where did you get that from? It's like a, a song. I, I didn't just make that up. <laughs> I wasn't just like one day like make a song about buttermilk biscuits. Yeah, that's some, that's some shit I would do. Yeah, exactly. Buttermilk biscuits have always inspired me, mostly for the reason that they come with white gravy. And I love White gravy. Have you ever had chocolate gravy, though? I'm sorry. You mean pudding? No. <laughs> I mean chocolate gravy. Yeah. That's called pudding. And no. yes, I've had it after my breast reduction surgery. <laughs> no. I mean chocolate gravy. No. Y'all really have never had that. No. What is it? Aside. So we learned how it's literally Sidebar, just white Hold on. Wait, this will be edited out, but I was about to make the joke, and no, I've also never had sex with my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Arkansas, and I just figure those things are synonymous, like chocolate gravy, chocolate gravy, and having sex with your cousin. Jesus Christ! He's never done it. Don't bring him into this. Okay, well, I guess it is like a I don't know, like an Arkansas thing. I saw a meme about it on Facebook. But now I'm gonna gravy, now I'm gonna keep that in. The, I made it in home the, Is it inappropriate that I'm making no. just right off the bat on my on this podcast episode a having sex with your cousin joke? No, because no? I'm from Arkansas, and I don't take offense. I mean, it's, that's, it's that's a, a thing. That's it's a, a thing, thing that, that people, people say. About. I thought you were going to say do, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, it is a thing people do. Yes. No. Yeah. Not no. In Arkansas, yes. No, like in, <laughs> in not Texas. In at least all of the contiguous United States, someone in has had sex with their husband. Yeah, I, and it, I actually know someone who did it on accident. Huh? Like they didn't know. Yeah, they did. This person didn't know. They like matched with them on Bumble or something and then found out like a couple weeks later when they were at the same family reunion. Oh no. That's never happened to you then. No. Yeah, but by blood or by marriage. Yeah, I feel like that has to be pretty far removed. (laughs) What the fuck? I have a couple of amateurs here on my podcast. <laughs> by blood or by marriage? I though. don't know. I don't remember because I have done everything in my power to block that out of my memory up until this moment when I tried to make a really 
sad joke and lose all of my fans and followers that are from the state of Arkansas. My stepbrother went to, what's the school there? University of Arkansas. That's the one. Whoop fucking Woo pig. pig suey, baby. Whoop pig. <laughs> yes, that's where I went for, I went there for two years and then I went to Arkansas State. How yes, for the last two years. I'm sorry, how yes? How yes. Like, we're the red wolves, so we howl. So how, yes, instead like, of hell how, yes. How, how, full, how, moon, how. <laughs> full moon style. Yes, yes. Cool. So, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have a whole, whole, whole lot of room to talk because my high school mascot were the ambassadors. Is that even intimidating? For what Christ. is that? Oh, ambassadors for Christ. <laughs> Can you, that is not even intimidating. No, yeah, to like, the pagan Satan worshipers, maybe. Can you imagine how hard that was to spell at all of the basketball games as a cheerleader? I'm like, A-M-B-A-S-S-A-D-O-R. Like, how many? How do you even, like, market that? Like, what's the mascot? It, it's a, well, I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? I, it's not a, there's just not. Well, first of all, I went to a Christian school. So that's why that was our mascot. And... We barely had sports teams and no one dressed up in a costume and like sweated in a big Muppet style fake head. Right. To cheer on our football team because we didn't have one because I went to a Christian school. Football was huge at my high school. I mean, it's very ironic that I am born and raised in the state of Texas. It doesn't get bigger right. than football in the state of Texas. And we didn't even have like a six man touch style football team. You know what? You know when people don't do tackle, they do like touch football, like flag football. Yeah. We didn't even have that. Like a lot of the other Christian schools did that. Okay. But we did go on a lot of mission trips and I think that's so funny. I'm I'm not sure. That's kind of messed up. I went on a mission trip and I built a wheelchair ramp. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. McKenna, how many glasses have you had? Wheelchair. (laughs) Sounds like she needs a wheelchair. (laughs) A wheelchair. Talking about her mission trip. Like, if that's the words you're trying to say, don't try to walk right now. (laughs) You're headed nowhere fast. (laughs) So, McKenna. How many many fingers am I holding? Seven glasses in, went on a mission trip to build a wheelchair (laughs) ramp. I'm just TTL. You're going to have to wash your sheets again. All right. (laughs) Okay, so... Hi. Did I even introduce myself? It's this, this, is, this is the miscellaneous podcast, right? Uh-huh. I think so. I am Elena Davies, right? I think so. So I don't know if you guys heard my episode with my very we good, <laughs> my very good best friend, McKenna Honnell, who doesn't need to be on a podcast episode right now due to her inability. Inability. <laughs> 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 oh, inability. Her inability to talk. Sober. No, you're not. Wow. That was, that was proof that Satan is real. That I tried to insult your inability to speak. Oh god. And I can't communicate or properly execute a pretty elementary word. I couldn't say wheelchair. So, inability is even more complicated. I know. There's like a too many L's in that. 
Hmm. Anyways. There's one L. <laughs> Are you sure? How do you know that? In ability? Oh, no. There's two. Wait. I'm going to Google. <laughs> Hold. In ability. No, there's one. Oh, In ability. It, it's one. To be fair, I've never said I'm good at counting. I've only prided myself in my ability to talk, which I'm not successfully doing tonight. I don't really know what I have a lot to offer on a podcast since that's pretty much all there is going on is talking. <laughs> what I was trying to say is I don't remember and I'm here with my friend Sydney. If you listen to my episode with McKenna, whenever that was, yesterday, last week, last month, I don't know. <laughs> How many L's are in the word inability? <laughs> don't count on me for hard answers. Um, you may have heard her in my introduction to her. I just met her yesterday, <laughs> but welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to my life. I'm just Thank kidding. You. I met her actually right after Mark and I sadly ended our relationship and she's been a, a quality enough friend that she actually helped me move. I mean, right after heartbreak, that's the worst thing you can go through moving. I move this month and I don't even want to do it. It's not even like a bad move and I just don't. It's so convenient that I'm unavailable. <laughs> you don't even, I didn't even tell you the day. Yeah, but I still know. That you're unavailable. Yeah. Elena's a really good friend, you guys. <laughs> I kidding. have to clip my toenails. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make it. It's fine. Anyways, welcome to the show, Sydney. She's actually a listener of the show. What was your favorite episode? Eugenia, of course. Aww. She's funnier than me. No, not funnier than you. You said that with not a lot of confidence. <laughs> but my mom is so... I liked it. It was just like... wasn't. I don't know if y'all planned it or not. It was... Yeah, that was probably my least thought out She episode. was just like... Well, not really. I was like... Had some things I wanted to talk about. And right. then wasn't expecting my mom to answer me when I screamed out her name. Which I don't know why. Because she's my mom. That's literally her only job. Is to like... Answer me. Answer my beck and call. I just think that episode, just like when you were talking about the country club moms or whatever, your mom like always took up for you and like that kind of thing. She reminded me of my mom. All three of our moms are very invested in our lives, mm -hmm. which sounds like a normal thing because everyone's like, uh, yeah, duh, you lived in her. But then take that like four <laughs> levels, <laughs> like times 10 squared and shooting up steroids. <laughs> <laughs> That's our mom's. My mom stalks me. Like, if my find my friend location isn't on or properly working, oh it's problematic. She's obsessed <laughs> with me. Sydney, I need you to tell Elena the story about you being in Chicago. Oh, dear God. What? I really haven't told Do you. Do I not know this no, story? No, you don't know it. Oh, so that's even better because, like, this, so this good. is off the cuff. All right, hit so me. So I was in Chicago for work this past weekend, and I was with my boss, and we were staying in the same hotel room. Like, I was with my boss the entire time. So the night before, we had gotten pretty drunk, whatever. So the following day, we were very tired. As soon as we left work, we went back to hotel and went to sleep. My mom texted me at like 7.15, I guess. And I obviously didn't respond because I was asleep. 12 text messages later of her just saying, like repeatedly saying my name, like calling me, like my dad had called me, my sister had called me. My mom gets the hotel no. to ring our hotel room at 
10.45 p.m., my boss answers it. They're like, we have a Laura Owens on the line for you. And she's like, who? Like, because we were both just dead asleep. And I answer her phone. My mom, she's like sobbing. She's like, I thought you had like passed out due to your gallbladder. Side note, I don't have a gallbladder. Like, I thought then you why like, would you have passed out due to it if like, you don't have one? I don't have the issues with that. And then she's like, I thought you'd been kidnapped. I was just so worried. Like, it was so bizarre, but like, so nice that she cared that much, but it was just really funny. I feel like your mom has to hate me because, well, I feel like every one of my friend's moms has concerns about why I'm their friend. It's me too. Because I feel like it's pretty well known that I'm an enabler and I'm like encouraging people to make bad decisions and heavily drink on Sundays or, or, you know, Wednesdays or like, you know, any, any, <laughs> any day, what any day is that day. Wednesdays? When, yes. yeah, what, what day is it today? Nobody knows. Nobody Cause knows. we're all drunk. Not that drunk, just regular drunk. Right. But I've even been scolded by your mom and I haven't met her in real life. Oh my God, you did an Uber. In the Uber on the way going to a restaurant to eat and drink and then go out and keep drinking. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what she was saying, but to slow my roll. And then she said, Oh no, just kidding. Stop your roll. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then it got blamed on me. So I got the phone and was told to stop my roll. Because my role was influencing your role. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, listen, Laura. Her, Ms. Owens is always Ms. Owens. Her role was rolling before I met her. It was rolling. After you get broken up with, you live in Dallas, you just got to roll. Yeah. Just keep rolling. Never that stop rolling. Sounds a lot like we do Molly all the time. <laughs> I'm just putting that together. Me just too. roll. After you said roll so many times, I started imagining like, and people like playing with like fake balls and like tossing them to their friends. We're talking about Molly. Standing under like a drain pipe and just having water hit them on the top of the head because it feels good. Mm. I went to some weird parties in college. Sorry. I never have done Molly though. But I've been to like raves. Define rave in and, and I don't include like a fraternity party. Okay, a rave. I, that's what I'm gonna say. Okay. When I say rave, I mean I went to college in West Texas, little, small town West Texas, and it would be like somebody's house, and they put up like black tarp on all okay, the walls and, and like graffiti the walls, and then a lot of people were doing Molly and other miscellaneous drugs. <laughs> there you I go just again. try to name drop myself any opportunity I get, and doing weird stuff with their bodies and like touching each other's ears. And I was always just the girl drinking fucking Keystone light and like observing. Cause I was like, this is weird. And Eugenia would not approve if I did a drug. <laughs> hey everyone, Eugenia does not approve of your behavior. Yeah. Eugenia doesn't want you to do drugs. Eugenia <laughs> wants you to stay in school, use protection and not do drugs. And I, Stayed in school. Yes, girl. I didn't do drugs. Yes, queen. And I used protection. So you're welcome, mom. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I want to go back to college. Yeah, you must. You, you, I was going to say that's cool because you graduated yesterday. <laughs> what did we say earlier? You asked me what year I graduated high school, and I was like, I don't know. Whenever you were eleven, I was literally eleven years old when you. 
graduated high school. Did we confirm the math on that? So I'm 23. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you graduated in 08. I graduated high school in 2014. What year were you born? 1996. 2008 minus 19. Never mind. I give up. Okay. Tell me about the worst date you've ever been on because I wanted to bring my friends on this podcast I have to talk about dating because I'm not doing it. So I can't talk about it. (laughs) And I feel like it's relatable and everyone has bad dude experiences, right? At least the gays and the gals. I don't know about other guys. The worst. We okay. Wait, wait, this is what I want to hear. I don't know what you're you're about about to say. Tell airport. Okay, because airplane. When we were recording with McKenna, we mentioned we mentioned your airplane date. Correct. And I want to hear that from top to bottom. So good. Okay. Um, and I'm going to judge you through it. Rightfully so, as you should. And as should every listener. I don't want to receive a screenshot in my text messages of Sydney getting support from listeners. I don't oh, want people to... Do you remember that live I went on and everyone just was... Talking so much shit about me the entire time on your live. Well, that's because like three listeners were like, everyone give Sydney a break. (laughs) She's just here to have fun. Everyone else was like, look at that pimple on her face. (laughs) Honestly, the internet is mean. Oh, so bad. Can you imagine how sad my life is every day? Same guy was like DM me like, is your pimple still there? Like, what? Anyways, whenever, just side, sidebar, whenever your birthday happened, semi-recently, I posted an old photo of us in celebration, and it was during the time of that pimple on your face. Mm. I happily edited it out for you. Thank you. But it made me laugh. I was, like, sitting in the bathtub alone, as everyone should. (laughs) I do it often. I don't know. Like, that's the one place no one needs company editing the photo and I like zoomed into your face and I was like, There's Oh yeah, Sydney's thing. pimple that everyone on my on my Instagram made fun of her for. And I laughed. Did alone. no one else get this? No, I get like I've fourteen. Thank Look at you. Me. But that I know I'm blurry ruthless. based on the number of alcohol beverages you've consumed. But if you sobered up and really looked at me, you could see about four and a half blemishes at a five foot distance. 17 if you look real the best close. It does, because I am I am the best of us, and it happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the face tune. You're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of this, that was what my face looked like when I was getting on my airplane. Where you met. Airplane date. Airplane dude. I don't want to know his I, name. I sometimes forget it. But I will forever just call him airplane date. Um, so I'd been in New York, whatever. I was getting on my flight back to Dallas. McKenna and I naturally forgot to check in to our Southwest flight. Should have been flight number one. Damn. That's an amateur move because you know Southwest doesn't have a signed seat. Sure as shit don't. And neither of you have enough balls to make people move on a flight because I certainly do. Nope. No. I thought that I was doing Sydney a favor when I was walking back up the aisle and putting her in the row behind me. With Hottie McHot airplane date. Correct. Pants. So he was like, the last seat available, McKenna got the one in front of us. And then I had to sit in between homeboy and this other woman that had the window seat. He was all like crunched up in the seat. So I was like, hell yeah, he's tall, which I need. 
Because you are tall. Because I'm tall. I don't like standing next to you unless I have <laughs> all of my makeup on, high-waisted pants, and heels. Because <laughs> I look like a sad version of an Oompa Loompa. No. But with less of a tan, which is almost worse. <laughs> I think I'd rather look like a Cheeto than, <laughs> than a pale Oompa Loompa. Whatever. I like 23-year-old body. I, I like tap him on the shoulder, whatever. I sit down and then we start talking. And we literally talked the entire flight home. It was a four-hour flight. My kid was in front of us. I know it was annoying because it was at night. What do you talk to someone on a flight about? Were you like, hey, I don't want to brag, but I know all the words to buttermilk biscuit. (laughs) I I look like hell, so I'm surprised he even wanted to talk to me. But we were talking and he like... Said that he lived in Highland Park and that he Which is, again, a logistics reference, but basically means you're rich. Yes. So he lived in Highland Park and that he played basketball in college and he's in commercial real estate and all this shit. And his credit card number is... I wish. I would have taken it. Um, Well, you deserve it at this point. When we'll get there. We'll get there. So... At the end of the flight, we had gotten to talk about, like, some of our favorite restaurants. He mentioned this specific restaurant in Highland Park, which is a very lavish lavish area. He said it was one of his favorite spots, so clearly that would indicate that he had been there before. (laughs) So he would know the prices of the menu. Moving on. We get to texting. Like, he's like, okay, 7 p.m. at Lounge 31. I was like, okay, great. I'm thinking 7 p.m. What time is 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. Dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever Sydney hears 7 p.m., she starts thinking about buttermilk biscuits. Food. 7 p.m. is dinner time. You really threw me off. (laughs) That shouldn't throw anyone off. Like, Sydney asks what time 7 p.m. is, and McKenna's like, I don't know what time zone. Because in... (laughs) In L.A., it's 5 p.m. In New York, it's 8 p.m. <laughs> no. I mean, 7 p.m. is dinner time. So, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get some dinner. I'm going to get a free meal. Again, <laughs> what did I say on my podcast with Eugenia? All my friends date for the free meal. But go on. Right. Actually, 90% of women date for the free meal. I'm not That's I'm not one of those women. Can you hand me that Hershey bar on the nightstand? <laughs> It'll make a lot of noise. Okay, never mind. Forget it. I can wait. Whatever. I get there, and and he's already there, and he didn't get up to, like, greet me or, like, greet me in any way, shape, or form. Whatever. Move past that. We sit down. We're talking. I get a drink. He's drinking gin and tonic, which is important. I'm having Chardonnay. Gin is not a cheap alcohol. Right. Okay. So, Yes. So he orders two gin and tonics. I wouldn't know because I do drink. I have two Chardonnays and we still don't order any fucking food. I'm starved. My stomach is growling and he's like, Oh, like, should we go next door to me casino? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, let's go ahead and get the check thinking we're going to go eat. Okay. So you're like, okay, this was just warm up. This is this warm was up. practice round, but it's eight at this point. It's past dinner. At this point, seven is dinner. Honestly, four is dinner. Anytime's dinner. (laughs) If you're over the age of 57. Right. Or me. (laughs) Or Elena. So, yeah, we get the check. 
bartender hands him the check. As, and, as a bartender should. Right. And he's over there fumbling around in his wallet for forever. Long enough for me to turn around and say, like, is everything okay? Like, like you're starting to feel uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. And he's like, actually, can we split this? Uh, what the? You can say head, fuck on my podcast. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, that's awkward. Like this never happened to me before, but I mean, I guess it does happen. So, no, it shouldn't. The bill is like $90, $95, something like that. And his, can I just say for people who don't know, the bill is $95. He's asking you to split it down the middle. He's asking me to split it down the middle. Or is he asking you to pay just for your two drinks? Because your drinks are significantly cheaper than his gin and tonic. His gin. And in my experience of being broke, you don't fucking order gin and tonic. You get a beer. Right. If you're not, if you are not rich, order a Lone Star. Please. It is $2.50 at every angle you look at it. We are all well-versed in the prices of alcohol. And Anytime I offer to buy my move. friend a drink at the bar, and I'm like, hey, does, does anybody need a drink? And someone's like, yeah, me. I come back with a Lone Star beer because I'm like, you didn't specify, and it's the cheapest one. Correct. And I'm just looking out for number one. Right. Which Always. Is Same. So, Bill's like $99. Except for you're not looking out for number one based on the this me? date that I, I know just, well about. Whatever. So you agree to split the bill in so half. So I agree to split the bill in half, and I put my card down, and he puts a $20 bill down. I have already established on this episode that I'm not good at counting, but I can flat out guarantee that's not half. Yeah. So I looked at him, I was like, mm-hmm. thank you for the tax, but I've got this one. Don't worry about it. Awkward. I'd rather just pay for it than him give me $20. It's a $95 bill, whatever. So I pay for it. We don't say anything about it. We walk over to me casino. And in and my at head, what point, what's good enough about this date or this man or his lack of body hair that makes you want to keep seeing him at another establishment? So our conversation was actually really good. And I think I had hyped myself so much before the date. I was like, oh, the way we met, super cute. We're 110% going to get married. Yeah. Don't you want to tell... Your grandchildren you met on an airplane. Well, it was cute. No, I know. No, I'm like genuinely saying like, what a cute story. Like we met on an airplane. Better than like we met on a reality TV show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. My thing was cute too until it wasn't. Right. As it all is. So, And and your thing was cute too until it wasn't. It was cute. And it was like the first date I'd been on like since my previous breakup. Yeah. So in my head, I'd like hyped it up to be this great, wonderful thing. Anyways, so we go to the next place and we sit down and they bring the free chips and salsa and I love Texas to margaritas <laughs> and the way he eats this chip and salsa is vile. I know on McKenna's episode, I asked her what her like number one turn off pet peeve is about a man and I don't remember what she said. I feel like it was body hair. It wasn't no, it was it, it was, was follow through. It was follow through. I was expecting it to be body hair, so that's why. But I, I, that. I didn't know if you were talking about physical or like emotionally, my feelings. I meant everything. No, just well, in general. And I feel like when I was asking you that, I had something in my head that I, I was like, she was going to say body hair. Oh, I know what I was going to say. My immediate turn off is if you don't know the words to "Ballad of a Southern Man." <laughs> Which okay. is a, which is weird not, flex, but okay. Weird, weird flex, but okay, man. Which is 
wrong. It should be if you don't know all the words to Buttermilk Biscuit. <laughs> right. That's mine. <laughs> Automatic turn off. <laughs> Take it from the top. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mine would be like a chewing, eating thing. Like if your mouth makes that many noises when you're eating food or like slurping up a drink, sorry, TTYL, Lilas, BRB, G2G, never texting you back. Okay, but I don't even remember the last time I've been on a lot of dates in my life. I can't remember the last time I've been on a date and someone's actually like eaten or has had a drink like that. It wasn't the sounds he was making. It was the way he was using the chip anyway. to shovel the salsa into his mouth. I do that. So, Like, are you saying there was too much salsa compared to the chip? Right. That. And, you know, like, the chip is sometimes too large to fit the side into your mouth. So you kind of break it in half. He was just stretching his lips out to, like, <laughs> fit over the fucking chip. I have so much, like, anxiety. <laughs> So gross. Eating chips and dip is one of the things that gets me out of bed every morning. And now I am questioning every time I've eaten chips and dips around you. No, I tell you. You'd be like, fuck Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Fuck you, friend. Fuck you, friend. Yeah, no, it was the way he was eating it. It was whatever. So he was a gross eater. He was so gross. Did y'all order... Entrees. No! He didn't. No, because at this point, I was just like, ew. Like, I can't anymore. And so then the bartender, like, <laughs> so, I can't anymore. So then I kept talking to him and hanging out. <laughs> is essentially what Cindy's about to say. No, I didn't. I just can't. No! I cannot with him anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to finish this date and invite him over. <laughs> what happened <laughs> but can you tell me sydney you tell me your version go ahead <laughs> so the bartender brings over the tab it's 30 dollars. no one flinches i sure shit don't flinch because you're like well damn if i paid for the last thing that was you're my paying thought for process. this thing for like, sure i footed the last one so whatever but he didn't flinch and then the bartender comes back around and follows up and like, hey, did you guys, like, are hey, you guys like, ready we're about to, to tap out? Because yeah. it's midnight 30 and it's time for us and to And it was go a home. Monday night in Hot right. Park Village. I looked at him and he looked at me. I was like, guess I got this one too. I just grabbed it and I put down a $100 bill. He looked at me and he was like, soft flex. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, dude. It's a regular flex for a 23-year-old with a job. I was making a lot of money at 23. I missed that. Not a lot of 23-year-olds are, though. No. Well, actually, I don't know that. I don't talk to a lot of 23-year-olds because most of them annoy me, but I like you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I pay for the stupid meal. Oh, and during our conversation, I knew that he was in commercial real estate, but he said he had never made a deal. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, that makes you fucking unemployed. Yeah, right. You're, you're in it, but you're not doing it. Right, correct. So, like, <laughs> you may say you're a commercial real estate, but if you haven't made a deal, like, you don't have a job. Yeah, you're not getting paid, probably. Whatever. So that's why he's, you know, trolling women on planes, trains, and automobiles correct. to take Stop them out on dates and pay for his food because otherwise, homie's not eating. Yes. And all he wants is a damn buttermilk biscuit. All he wants is a buttermilk biscuit. 
So and for you to move your beat, your butt to the funky, funky beat. beat. I'm sorry, I don't know the words as well as you. Clearly, you should. We sing it all the time. Yeah, but I also drink a lot. Continue. Yeah. So, anyways, I paid for that. Paid for the first one. It was 130 dollars out at this point, and it was the worst experience of my life. Called my mom crying, and because I had hyped the date. Up to her You're like, as well. oh my god, the guy's so cute. He's got it together. Yes. Like, we met on a plane. Yes. What a cute story. It made so much sense. And then it didn't. And he never got the point. He, like, still texted me after and, like. But what, what all, like, what was the ending of the day? You paid for the bill at the, at the restaurant where you ate chips. Well, no, in the Mambo taxis. And the margaritas, yeah. And, yeah, so I'm. Like, so you paid for everything, paid for everything. Oh, and then, and then he slapped me on the leg and said, thanks girl. And then you made out with him. Yeah, but that was, <laughs> sorry, girl. I'm putting you I was left. in a low point. That is clear. Okay. I was, <laughs> I like how you were straight up trying, Avoiding to, that trying part. to leave that part out of the story. It's not my proudest moment. Okay. But. I was going through something. <laughs> yeah, his mouth. No. With your tongue. Ew. No. Now that I will stand up for myself with. There's none of that. That is the literal definition of making out. Okay, no, it's not necessarily. No, we weren't making out. So there was just some light pecking. Okay, that makes it sound stupid. It, it no. <laughs> making out made it sound stupid. Okay, I'm done. I was going through something, and out of all people, Elena, you should understand. No, that's fair. Solid point. I make a lot of bad decisions. I just don't pretend I don't. I was just really did not want to advertise that. You shouldn't agree to do my podcast. <laughs> Whatever. And then I go, like, never talk to like, him again. And then you're like, he was like, I hope to see you again. So, you know, I was like, what the fuck you do? Yeah, so that you can have what a the free fuck meal. You do. Yeah. Ew. Was he a good kisser, though? No, because every time I think about, like, back on it. You just think about I that. I just get PTSD, and I'm like, oh. That corn tortilla chip entering his mouth, and you're like, Literally I don't. stretching. <laughs> I can't. And then, like, the but amount of But you say you can't, but, like, apparently you can. <laughs> like I said, at this point, I was kind of drunk, and I was going through something, and... I didn't talk to him since. That counts for something. No, that's great. Okay. Congratulations. Holy. Thank you. <laughs> How many L's are in that? One. Um, congratulations. Yep, just one. Why am I trying to add L's to every word? No, dude. Well, but, yeah, so that was hands down the worst day I've ever been on. And I've never been on a date, so I can't say. I've only been on... The guy that I dated for forever, we went on a date, but, and then this homeboy, I went on a date with him. Well, I guess I've been on like three dates total in my life, real dates in my life. That's not a lot. That How many dates has McKenna been on? I've been on a lot of dates between like when I lived in New York to when I lived in LA and here. I mean, I lived in Dallas for New York. I, I would say at least 25. Undetermined. <laughs> That's so many. But some of that was like repeat dates, you know, like follow oh, up you dates. Went, how many first dates have you been on? 
Because I, I, when I say I haven't been on any dates, obviously that's not true. Oh, I know. My boyfriends have taken me on dates. Right, but you mean But I've never date. been on a first date because I met my, this is something that, again, I'm like, I drink too much in podcasts because I have, have I talked about this before? I don't know. I met my first boyfriend in junior high. So yeah, when we started dating or were able. I don't count that. But no, we dated through. He broke up with me when I was 23. I mean, like, like first we, day. Yeah. yeah I, I never, like, he, when I went on a date with him, I had already known him and made out with him for years. Yeah. When I'm, when I went on my first date with Mark, I had already known him for four months. And in between those two people, any guy that asked me on a date, I said, I'm really sorry. I have to shave my legs. I'm not going to be able to make it. Like, I'm, I'm tied up right now. You know, I mean, like, pick me up. No, first never, date, never. Or like, meet, I'll Uber meet you. Actually, I did a bit on the radio when I was on the radio before Big Brother. And I did a bit where I kind of had to go on a date with a guy. However, I sort of still did know him a little bit before them. And we were like kind of friends. But it was, there was like a whole thing behind it. But he picked me up. He brought gifts for my dog. He brought me like a balloons and a gift. It was a stuffed goat because I love goats. And took me to a grilled cheese restaurant. Like, he, like, did his research. So, I did That's do so that. Sweet. It is so sweet. And he's, like, one of the funniest people I've ever met. I might actually have him Where on the he? podcast one day. I don't know. A couple days ago, he was in Minneapolis. So, Do yeah. you have a girlfriend? I don't think so. We should maybe revisit that. We just talked. I did. Yeah. He's, he's still a friend. Like, he's a someone I keep in touch with. He's a very funny person. But, like, that was not something where... Either of us were like, this is a real thing that's happening. It was a radio bit. Oh. Have I been on a real date? No. Like a real first date? No. And now it's even harder because I've really only been on three. I have to be like, can you take me to a restaurant that's not going to make me shit my pants because I have a gluten intolerance? Thanks. It's risky. There's just so many risks. True. Love the shitting the pants thing. (laughs) More so shitting the pants than love. Is it? Is shitting your pants riskier than love? But they both end badly. That's so true. (laughs) So true. Why is dating so hard? It just, this is a funny thing I came across the other day. And by funny, I mean terribly sad. I was like reading Facebook while I was alone in the bath. Again. Again. This guy that I know posted a Facebook status about how hard it is to date in like the culture we live in now. I guess just, like, so many people have so much baggage already or, like, strong convictions about things. Like, long story short, he went on a date, first date, with a great girl. Like, had chemistry, really attracted to each other, great conversation. It was, like, natural and easy. And he was, like, so looking forward to continuing to see her. By the end of the date, she had mentioned that she was vegan. So he, like, they accommodated that at, like, the restaurant. But by the end of the date, she was talking about how it was so important to her, like, no chance in the world that she wouldn't raise her children vegan. What? Like, because that's her life choice. And as a parent, I guess you get to force yourself on your kids and make them do what you want. I don't remember that, but I've, like, read about it. And so she would, like, only feed her kids a vegan diet. And he's, like, could see a future with this girl. Like, she's checking all these boxes. But he's, like, 
That's something that matters to him. I want my kids to eat deer meat that I go hunt and kill. Or just 97.3 lean ground beef. Whatever's on sale at Kroger. McDonald's chicken nugget. Missing out on so many opportunities at Whataburger. So that's just something that, like, I don't want to fight with my partner about how to raise our potential future children. Right. And he was like, maybe that means nothing to so many people, but that meant so much to him. And I can't judge him on his decision and I can't judge her on hers, but that he had to be like, I don't want to see you again. For the vegan thing? So did he tell her that that's why he didn't? I would, no, this was going to get a lot deeper. Like just, just, okay. So, so can I, can I talk about it, McKenna? Yeah. I don't know. There is someone that McKenna would be like seriously interested in. They have so much chemistry. They're both attracted to each other. There's a lot there, but they have different religions essentially. Yeah. And for me, I have less convictions about a meatless diet than I do about my Christianity. And I wouldn't want to date someone like that's a deal breaker to me. If I find out that a man isn't Christian and wouldn't allow me to raise my children Christian. I have a problem with that. I don't want to fall in love with a man that I am not going to be able to see a future with. Like there's no point in continuing dating if there's no chance at a future. I right. mean, that doesn't mean you judge them for like their views, but it just means like, no, you just would, not. Would prefer not to like, it just doesn't work for my lifestyle, my future or how I want to raise my children. Like there needs right. to be enough commonality and you have to prioritize things. If my husband, f- future husband, and by future husband, I mean a guy I go on a first date with says, I want to raise my kid vegan, I would be like, okay, that's, I'm not, that doesn't upset me. But if they're like, I want to raise my children pagan and tell them to worship Satan, I would have to say, no, thank you. The point I'm trying to make is dating is so much more complicated than just, are we interested? Do we have chemistry? Right. No, there's so much more that goes into it. But in Sydney, no, Sydney's met this person, this, this person. Before. And as have I, I don't know if you remember that because you were really drunk that yeah. night, but I met him too. I'm glad you added him in there. Yes, I do. He's one of by far the most greatest guys I've ever met. It sucks. But what I love about him is that he was honest about it in the beginning. And he could be upfront with me because he knew my views and my opinions and my religion, which is pagan. (laughs) Of course it is. I met a lot of people that weren't Christian. That's fine. Like I grew grew up very Christian and like Southern and like in a Methodist church, but sure. Same. And I can respect you, your decisions, your lifestyle, religion, dietary decisions, whatever. I can respect that at an arm's length. I will never force myself on you. I think if anything, even in like the Christian world, I think it gets a bad name because people come across so judgmental. Like I will love you through it. If you are addicted to drugs and somewhere in Ephesians that you're not allowed to do drugs, Ephesians 419, I don't know where it says it, but... But I will love you through that. I will accept you. Ephesians 419, don't do drugs. That's always her go-to Bible verse about everything. And and I have, will you please, just for the record, I have said in the last, I don't know, six business days, I have referenced Ephesians 419 so many times. Did you make it up? What was was the original content? I don't remember because I don't remember. But it has come up so many times since then, all for a different reason. But I'm so curious what Ephesians 4.19 says. 
watch. There's only three chapters in Ephesians. <laughs> but all that to say, like, I'm the kind of Christian that if I you don't believe what I believe or or it says somewhere really specific in the Bible not to do something and you do that thing, I'm going to love you anyways. Except for if you cheat. No, so, well. No. No. I think it says somewhere in the Bible you shouldn't do that, too. Okay, what's Ephesians (laughs) 4.19? So good. Is it? (laughs) Did you really not know what this is? No. Swear. Swear to God. Okay, because this is about you. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. They have no sense of shame. (laughs) Oh, my God. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. I'm shook. Did you just make that verse up? I'm laughing so hard that there's no sound coming out of my face hole. There's no way you... you I did not. No way. I swear on the book of Ephesians. God is real. God oh is real. my... <laughs> God. The number of times that I have referenced that specific Bible Jesus. verse. What was it originally, McKenna? What? I don't know. I think I was talking about... You were probably helping me through some guy that's really, like, screwed me over. I think this was on an Instagram story somewhere. I feel like I remember it. Maybe. Or an Instagram live. Or I feel like I was talking about how all the people that hate me the most on the internet are always the ones with Bible verses in their bio. Oh, we were talking about getting tattoos, and you said she wants to get... Ephesians 419. Who? But I definitely don't want to get that. On your I was, back. I was on saying that about back. you. Oh, we oh, were, no, 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 no. We were talking about the worst kind of tat, like tramp stamp tattoos. I said I was going to get barbed wire on my lower back. And you were like, no, you're going to get a Bible verse. I was making a tramp stamp joke. Like how funny would it be if you got a Bible verse as a tramp stamp? Yeah. And I was like, it's going to be Ephesians 419. And that actually lines up pretty well. She's like, has no shame and God. lives in all kind of sin and accepts all the impurities in the world that and makes out with a guy after she buys him two meals. <laughs> Literally hate that I even told y'all that that happened. Oh, th- that's it. You're done. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> like what you heard don't forget to rate review and subscribe Subscribe. elena loves to connect so make sure to follow along on instagram and feel free to dm her anytime we'll see you next week on the miscellaneous podcast with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.